0: Witches. Witches. i mean we're witches <laughs> basically happy witchy wednesday witches my name is leah canauer and i'm rachel laforest and we are your basic witches and today in this every time i'm like <laughs> we're not in the studio anymore Today on Zoom. Yeah. (laughs) Hashtag spawn. (laughs) We talked to Nikki Vandekar. She's an author. She wrote the Junior Witches Handbook, um, which is a, I'll call it a basic witch guidebook. It's technically for kids, but honestly, it's for for us. us. Yeah. Red weld me. Witchcraft for dummies. Um yeah, but we had a great conversation. You all are going to love it. But before we do that, just want to make sure you are following us on Instagram and TikTok at basic witches and if you go to the link in our bio on our instagram there's a link to join our patreon to buy merch from us and to connect with us in all kinds of witchy ways so check us out there and while you're online if you have time to leave us a five-star itunes review we really 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 appreciate that and we do read them and we hear the lovely things you say so thank you so much for those of you that have already done so yes now enjoy this episode with nikki vandekar all right.
1: Hi guys. Hey. Hi Nikki. So nice to virtually meet you. <laughs> it's nice to meet you too. Um, I've been a, per, like aware of your podcast for a while. so this is pretty
0: yeah. Cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, where in the world are you? I'm actually in Hawaii. Oh, oh we love I Hawaii. Oh. <laughs> Stan. We both were lucky enough to go to Hawaii within the past like few months before quarantine oh nice Mm -hmm. lucky where did you go i went to Kauai and i was in maui and lanai wow awesome i've Um, been to Kauai before all so gorgeous well
1: it's really funny so i I live on the big island i was born and raised here um and we were supposed to go to Kauai like right when all this happened Mm. like canceled our vacation (laughs) Mm,
0: dang well you know what's crazy is right before this i was thinking about my time in hawaii because um the friend that i stayed with there is going through a rough loss and um i was gonna maybe pull a card for her um and then it was taking me back to my time there was very healing and of course hawaii (laughs) it seriously has that power um and while I was there, I pulled cards for them most nights for my hosts. Um, yeah. And I have to tell you, I tried to go get them a gift to thank them for letting me stay there. Um, I tried to go, like, buy them their own cards, but I could not find magic shops there.
1: Not mm-hmm. great. No. Right? Man. So I'm, I'm like... like a magic shop. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so you must be kind of a rare witch over there.
1: Uh, yeah,
0: well, Or how was I- it on the
1: Big Island? Not that different from Kaua'i. So, okay, yeah, the, uh, the hippie artist community is um, is pretty vibrant. Mm. Um, but so you can you can actually find like oracle decks and that kind of thing. That's not too hard. Um, witches is a little like we're you know it's a lot of witch adjacent, but uh-huh. not. <laughs> 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 but
0: what are you? What
1: it like? How did
0: you get into it, being born and raised in a place that doesn't really have it around you?
1: Well, okay. So I was one of those kids, you know, where even if you're born and raised in Hawaii, you want to be somewhere else. So I was Mm. like, it would have been amazing to have been born in England. (laughs) (laughs) The furthest thing. Right. And, And I, so I went through that whole thing and I, oh my God, I was a trip. Like in high school, I was dressed like, you know, something out of Jane Austen um before well before cosplaying was a thing so <laughs> wait in Hawaii you were trying. like
0: <laughs> wasn't that hot, I, was so hot.
1: <laughs> I have
0: a good visual
1: in yes. my mind's eye. <laughs> yeah um so you know I was I was a, it was a whole thing um and then you know when I got older I kind of grew out of it and then I got kind of back into it you know I um began exploring more spirituality and I, you know, sort of realized that I was still drawn to that kind of thing mm. and to the, you know, just the ethos basically. And then when we moved back here, it was like, okay. <laughs> um, this isn't really the vibe, but it also really is because the, um, the culture here is still very much about like the spirituality and the land and the earth yes those two things are completely interwoven so even if the language is a little different the everything else around it is the same so it actually I don't have like a a coven that speaks my language or anything like that but I can I have my own practice and it it doesn't feel inauthentic here it actually feels more powerful here Mm. how do you how do you identify as a witch like what is your language right? It means something different to
0: everybody. Um, totally, which is awesome.
1: <laughs> For me, it's about um, being, it's it's really about the earth. So, you know, we have land now, we have three acres. I'm trying to be, you know, grow our own food. I'm terrible at it, but that's, oh. you know, that's neither here nor there. I'm still trying. Um, <laughs> and we, you know, we have this forest behind us. And I guess because of, you know, my childhood fantasies, I'm still kind of personally drawn to sort of like European language and fairy tales and that kind of thing so you know we have like a fairy circle and um oh that's fun yeah it's it's totally fun and we you know we do celebrate um you know various pagan holidays not like a huge deal some of them we make a bigger deal out of than others um but it's it's still like, we don't really name it or explore it so much. It's more just sort of allowing for the possibility of magic and working with that idea of magic and making it as much a part of your reality as possible. Mm, I love that. And thinking back on Hawaii,
0: that does make sense. Um, I mean, you guys have Pele, the goddess of passion and volcanoes and like, yeah, she's uh, down the street from me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome.
0: And then, you know, um, I'm forgetting what it's called. Was it, um, maybe, you know, but it's that the idea that Hawaii may have been the first landmass and that it's where Mm -hmm. all things come from. What is that ancient land called? Do you know? Um, it's called like Lin Pao or something. Um, Linnea? Linnea. It's a it's sort of a mythology,
1: yeah. but yeah. So it in, in Hawaiian tradition, this is actually not our first place. So we came from um, Kahiki or you know, most likely Tahiti. Um but so the 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 first people came here from there. Um but there were indigenous people. Well, I'm gonna go a little deep here, sorry. Um, uh, but there were indigenous <laughs> people here so the stories go that we were here before the Hawaiians got here and they would have been the Menehune, which is sort of our kind of elf known, gnome, lepre- gnome leprechaun, um, mm. which is pretty interesting.
0: Cool. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. This just hit me. You know how everything's slowing down right now yeah. with the pandemic. We're being forced <laughs> to slow down. Um, Hawaii is already, at a slower pace, which mm-hmm, I love yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. What's it like being there? Is it even
1: slower or do you think it's uh, an the easier same. transition? <laughs> yeah. It's just the same. <laughs> I mean, in some ways, so in some ways it's incredibly the same because my husband and I both work from home. Mm. So we're like, nothing's different except that our daughter is here all the time. <laughs> <laughs> That's, <laughs> a <big difference. laughs> That's a big difference. <laughs> um, but, um, And so that, that's all mostly fine, but like, you can't go to the beach. Yeah. That's a big difference too. And I mean, you can, you're allowed to go swimming and you're allowed to run up and down the beach, but you can't like sit there. Mm. And where we live, we're up in the mountains. So it's like a two hour drive to a good beach. So, you know, forget it. I'm not going (laughs) to go. So we haven't gone to the beach in months and that Mm. feels crazy. And you, you know my parents live down the street and we don't see them you know mm. we talk with them over zoom and that's weird so yeah <sighs> yeah that's yeah. definitely weird well we looked at some of your book yeah the, <laughs>
0: see, the junior Witches handbook right yes yeah. and I have to say to me it read like a normal level reading for me <laughs> I personally love young adult. Um, well, me too. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, oh, it's easy to read. I understand it. It felt very basic witches. And the illustrations are really cute. Yeah. Really cute. <laughs> I love so them. I'm glad we get to have you on and talk
1: more about it. Yeah. Can you tell us how it came to be? So I'd written a couple of, you know, magic and witch books for adults. And um, my my daughter is always, so she's 10. And she's always had like a lot of fascination with it. And she's always kind of been a part of it. So um, my editor introduced me to someone at, my my publisher is Running Press. She introduced me to somebody at Running Press Children's who was like, I feel like this is, you know, something that that some kids could really use. And I was going, yes, they can. My daughter's super good. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so it made it really easy to write and really fun to write because I was, essentially I sat down with Miley and I said, you know, what do you want? And together we worked out the table of contents. Aww. And I wrote it imagining that I was writing something for her and her friends. That's so sweet. I love that she helped. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: is She's does like, she do I get co-author credit? Yes, She'll get percentage. Does she like does she have visions or anything? Do
1: you already see that coming she... from her? she does she Mm. has um well this is um this is something that was really powerful so she I don't know I was just working I was doing something else and she was painting away and writing away on something and I and then she wouldn't show it to me forever and then finally I I just kind of snuck a look at it and it was this poem about how we you know we are, what is this? Is the earth rejecting us? Is, is the earth trying to teach us something? And just like kind of processing all of COVID in this incredibly poetic and really sad <laughs> way. Wow, yeah. uh, wow! And then, and then I talked with her about it and, you know, she didn't really want to talk about it. She's very kind of private about her emotions, but then she mm-hmm. went up into her treehouse and she was just there kind of making potions which she loves to do um and bombs and salves and things yes. and then she comes down and she goes I have something to help with this and she um she made like a lavender and plantain you mm. know salve and she was just like you can put it on your heart and it was just it was the sweetest thing and I had that to like, is... be appreciative and not crying uh, <laughs> And she, you know, another day she just kind of, she's like, you know what I'm going to do, mom? I'm going to go out into the woods. I'll see you later. And I'm like, okay, don't go past <laughs> the boundary. Um, and she packs like some bread and some salt and- a, Like, like a little friend food. Riding Special. her. Rich <laughs> <know>. version. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and she, she just is gone for hours. And I was finally like, I feel like I should look at her. And she had created this- um, she called it an obelisk. She dragged all of these um, rocks that she'd found in the forest and like created a, a sacred circle like on, oh. amongst the moss. And yeah, she's amazing. Wow. How oh old is gosh. she? She's 10. <laughs> oh my gosh.
0: Beautiful. Well, she's very lucky to have a mom that embraces that and allows her to explore that. Mm-hmm. That is so cool. Cause she's going to be so tapped in by the
1: time she's older. That's, that's what I'm hoping, you know, just mm-hmm. that he is able to really kind of process things, although this is a little funny. So, um, I suffer from depression, like many people do, mm-hmm. has been a difficult time. And I, um, have been on medication for a long time and she's known this, but for whatever reason she was asking about it. And then she's like, mom, do you ever think that you're, you know, maybe, you know, through a growth mindset, you can handle your depression better. (laughs) Through a what mindset? (laughs) A growth mindset. (laughs) Oh
0: my gosh. She's so woke. And I was like, I love you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I'm excited for her because most of us, well, we've been actually talking on a few recent episodes of the pod about how we think all kids are psychic. Um, Yeah, tapped in. And then usually we just um, unlearn it or put a wall up because either something scary happens or it's just not encouraged. It's Um, not encouraged. Yeah.
1: You know, like I had an imaginary friend for years and years and people are like, that's weird after a while. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Society will say that. But
0: for her, for your daughter, maybe she won't have to go through the phase of turning it off and then relearning it or coming back to it, you know?
1: I mean, there is some, you know, level of peer pressure around it. Mm. Um, and I think that that will, so, you know, the intention of, of this book, um, you know, junior witch's handbook was to kind of support that and to help kids create a community. So a lot of it is around friendship so that, you know, they can find, you know, friends who feel the same way and create you know, a mini coven, basically, Mm -hmm. um, where, so that they have that framework that can help them kind of withstand, you know, there's a level of of peer pressure and kids going, what are you doing? Right. (laughs) Right. And not the same kind of stuff that we went through and still go through. (laughs) Um, so that was the intention of the book was not just to help one kid on her own, but to help her, you know, get her friends to come into it with her. And honestly, I mean, I'm excited as an adult to read it because,
0: (laughs) and I think a lot of listeners would like it because, you know, when you come into witchcraft as, as an adult or as a kid, a kid, you have to start at the beginning. And this is written in such a way that's simple Mm -hmm. and like understandable versus, you know, I have the women's encyclopedia and I have like many witchcraft books, but it's daunting Mm -hmm. because it's like, it's like diving, you know, head first. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. Um, there's so much to cover and I definitely skipped. I mean, I'll be honest. I skipped a lot. I was like, here's basic overview on chakras.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you do talk about crystals in the book. And yeah. I'm curious, because I don't super work with crystals a lot. I own a lot, and I think they're very beautiful. But mm-hmm. I'm curious, what do you do with them? Do you do crystal scrying, or
1: you know, what do you do? I think that might be why I'm drawn to crystals, is because they're beautiful. <laughs> they're <lovely>. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, so I actually work with them a lot um, when... Okay, so... The thing that I use crystals for the most is I keep them at my desk and if I'm having a difficult phone call or I'm stuck with something or you know whatever I have a selection I have grounding crystals I have you know just healing crystals I have um crystals to help open the throat chakra you know whatever I just have a selection and I just grab the one that I need and I hold it oh, while yes. I need it <laughs> Um, it's, it is honestly the most helpful thing that I've, I've found because, you know, we all go through that and we all go through, like, even if you're on hold with the insurance company, you know, it's, it's enraging, but you don't want to yell at the person (laughs) that it finally gets on the line. So it just, it really helps balance that. That's what I use them for. Most of all, um, Mm, I do like making mandalas um With crystals, I really enjoy, you know, for making a crystal grid or something like that. There's something meditative about it, mm-hmm. and again, it, it's beautiful. And mm-hmm. in a temporary way, where you change it, then later, probably, do I probably I leave them out. Our house gets really dusty, so I can't leave things for <laughs> a long time. Um, so I leave them out for like a day, and then I'm like, all right, that was great, and I put them away. Yeah. I also Mm -hmm. use them for, um, I use tarot decks, uh, for scrying mostly, Mm -hmm. um, but I'll, I'll bring a crystal with me sometimes just to, I don't know, help get the energy where I want it to be. Yeah. I love that. Great. Then I'm right on track. That's basically what I already do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Would you consider yourself uh, a pro witch? I would, but I want to hear what you have to say. I No. Oh, okay. A humble witch.
1: (laughs) I I feel like I'm always learning and Mm -hmm. that, you know, if I were to try and teach someone, I know I know that's kind of what my books are doing, but I feel like they're more offering people just like, here's a way for you to get started and then you can teach yourself. Mm -hmm. And I just I feel like I'm still so much exploring that Mm -hmm. I would never like I I don't even know that I would ever get to the point where I would feel comfortable. Exactly you know, that.
0: Very much how we feel with this podcast. There's right? so much to learn that
1: we feel like we'll always be basic. <laughs> um, I don't know. I I I don't. I know that there, and people should step into their power in that way. But mm-hmm. there's something about witchcraft and, and this practice that is, it just doesn't ask you to to need to step into a sense of mastery, I guess. Mm. Mm. Right. There's no
0: like college or like certificate no. or validation of any sort that you need to do it.
1: No. And it's um, called a practice. Right. Yeah. It's the, it's like in, enlightenment. The, it's not going to happen. So it's fine.
0: Ah, mm-hmm. uh, yes. <laughs> yes.
1: What is your sign? I'm curious. I'm a Leo, but I've never really felt like a Leo but I'm also, but Leo is also my North node. So I, I, apparently I'm supposed to be, I'm a Leo, but I'm always striving to be more of a Leo. Mm. (laughs) So of course you would (laughs) say that you never
0: felt like it. Yeah, (laughs) That's so
1: funny. What else? What, what
0: other, what other signs are you? Do you know? Oh, no, I don't remember off
1: the top of my head. It's been a while. Um, I I'm wondering
0: if your rising or moon is stronger than your Leo, and that's why you. Yeah, that. Like that.
1: Be, yeah, it's been a while since I looked it up. I've decided that I'm a Scorpio. Really? <laughs> wow. I was. I was when you were talking about your daughter. I was
0: thinking she was a Scorpio. Is the sense I got? But maybe you it was you. Say, <laughs> Jesus, Matt. Jeez. Sag. Okay. Love a good Sag. Very mm-hmm. <laughs> curious. And know I mean, you, you also knit. Um, yeah. And I want to talk about that because I, I cross stitch and That's it so always fun. feels, yeah, I love it so much. It's very meditative and it feels like, you know, you have a vision, you have a slogan mm-hmm. or a picture that comes to your mind. You're like, oh, I want to make that. And then it feels like Magic when it, it is when magic. It, yeah. Yeah. So i I was wondering if you could speak on that because we probably relate.
1: Yeah, I completely relate. So cross stitch is much more so I feel like I did a little cross stitching. I'm not amazing at it. Um, but that's exactly what it does where you're like, I want to create something that specifically represents this. And so everybody got cross stitch one Christmas. Um <laughs> yes for them <laughs> um, um, and knitting is a little more difficult because it it's it's not that it's more difficult but it's it's not as direct um mm-hmm. where in, when you're gonna make something it's much more I guess it's much more like crystal magic in that way where you're going with something where this sort of basically represents this and it m- makes sense to me mm. and that's what it's for and um so- Yeah. And you quickly said it is magic. What what have
0: you what have you seen develop magically from your knitting?
1: Well, I would say actually this my entire life
0: Whoa,
1: my knitting. Yeah. (gasps) Whoa. Whoa. So knitting changed your life? Absolutely. Wow, how? (laughs) I (laughs) don't know if that's right. Wow, how? Um, so I learned to knit in college um, and I was kind of terrible at it and that was fine. Um, and then I moved to New York where then I met, you know, there were fancy knitting stores and beautiful yarn. And my, my husband's ex-wife was actually, is actually an amazing knitter. And I remember her being like, <laughs> what are you doing? Cause sometimes yarn comes in like these skeins and I was like, I don't know. I just pulled on it. She's like, you made it a disaster. <laughs> <laughs> and so I, I had like, she taught me a lot and I, but I had all these sort of hangups around knitting, what but your I husband's really taught ex-wife taught you to knit. Yep. I had to ask. <laughs> oh yeah. Can you unravel that a little for us? <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> She's great. Um, it, it, um, you know, we, we lived down the street. We were raising our kids together. And, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Um, and so we <laughs> thank you. <yeah. laughs> it's unusual and we're very lucky. Uh, <laughs> I love it. and so and then when my daughter was so I got really into knitting but I wasn't like amazing at it and then I got pregnant and I had the worst pregnancy I had you know just vomiting forever couldn't you know couldn't keep anything down so I was on bed rest and I didn't have anything to do except knit for her and I started a blog called what to knit when you're expecting and (laughs) Even though I wasn't that good a knitter at the time, and had never really like designed any patterns, um, I got a book deal.
0: Oh, love it! Wow,
1: it was crazy, and that book deal did change everything because Mm. I stopped once. Once Miley was born, I ended up, you know, working from home and not really doing much of anything, but I wrote, you know, I wrote a couple knitting books and it was actually the knitting books that brought me to writing practical magic. My oh. editor of my knitting books said, Hey, we have this really fun idea where we want to do a book about, you know, magic and, you know, kind of, you know, kind of a primer level sort of thing to where people who are interested in it and that kind of all of that. And she says, do you know anyone? I'm like, well, I'd like to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. And it was, you know, and it was like, because I had a basic interest in it. and I, it, But it wasn't as though I had a full practice. And it was in the writing of that book that really kind of it was, it was practical magic that really helped me figure out, this is who I want to be. And this mm. is what I want to do. And I got to do that. And it, it all started because of knitting.
0: I I love that. that. Yeah, very magical. I have a very special connection to knitting. Um, I think I've said this on the podcast before. When I went to rehab when I was 19, that was where I learned to knit because you have so oh much, much time. Yeah. yeah. You're like, you don't have a computer. You don't have a phone. You're just with the same people every day. So we would just like watch intervention and <laughs> knit. And I made like so many hats. They let and- you watch uh-huh. intervention. Yeah. Did they encourage it? Well, cause it's like a, cautionary tale yeah oh my god that's wild I wouldn't have thought of that yeah (laughs) it was a little controversial a little twisted some people were like this is glamorizing but then other people were like this is helpful to remind myself of what I don't want Um, right but yeah Yeah. I made so many (laughs) like so many sweaters and hats but I think that's why I don't really knit anymore Mm, because it was painful. it brings me back to that memory and I think cross-stitching is like close to that but it's kind of my own thing that I discovered post rehab Mm. that makes perfect sense yeah Uh you know knitting did its job for you yeah it led me to cross stitching yeah Mm. also what's really cool Rachel and I live like a few blocks away from um a very popular knitting store that they actually created the pussy hat which was really oh oh Oh, yeah. yeah yeah I made a lot of those (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <That's Nice. awesome. laughs> love that. Um, I, I don't, well, I can't say I don't knit. I actually did learn how, and I made one scarf and I just never finished it, but it felt really good. I got, I got probably like three feet knitted.
1: Scarf um, a terrible first project. I will say <laughs> really, I mean, I liked
0: doing the different
1: colors. I just made mm-hmm. it up. I had no pattern. I
0: just went along.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's really good about it. The problem with it is that they they take forever Mm, and you give up right you give up you you don't yeah i say start with a hat because you learn something new and then at least it's over and then you have (laughs) a feeling of completion true because
0: the feeling of completion is satisfying and Mm. I definitely did not get that right but I'm I do a lot of art with yarn I do um yeah I bind horseshoes for good luck Oh, so do cool. like good luck spells or love spells,. Yeah. Yeah. And then um, and then I have this giant, like, I think it's like six foot by six- foot um, art I made out of yarn that looks like
1: almost like a loom, but it's art.: Oh, neat. Wow., oh, I'd love. do you have it online anywhere?: Yeah, I'll send you a picture <laughs> after the call. envision <laughs> it.:
0: um, I'm curious if you practice manifesting we joke a lot that we
1: uh manifested our house
0: oh
1: Um, how so well so when um so i was born and raised here in this tiny town i live in the town literally called volcano oh Uh, oh my gosh you weren't kidding about Pele yeah (laughs) she's right there (laughs) and uh so and it's like three thousand people i don't know it's very small Mm-hmm. And but this is where I grew up, and it's where we wanted to move back to because my parents are here, and so we were at the time living in New Jersey, which is not the you know not the most magical of places. Yeah, <laughs> and um, so we really wanted to move back here, and there was a specific section of a specific road, and there aren't that many roads in this town, um, yeah. and then we, there was just one place, and we we were like, it'd be great to live there. That's not going to happen. And then that's where our house is. We have three acres. We have a forest. We have, you know, <sighs> land enough to, to guard it. it. We have these giant windows. Like there's, there's nothing about this house that isn't exactly how we would have ordered it. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. What do you, and, and what do you, like how did it happen? Yeah. <laughs> it was wild. My, my husband is, you know, he, he just kept going on like real estate websites Just, we weren't planning on moving. We we knew we wanted to move at some point, but it wasn't like we were about to move. Mm -hmm. And then he was, he, I was home at the time and he, you know, called me from his office going, hey, check out this listing. And I was like, oh my God, oh my God. And I called my mom who was a judge at the time. (laughs) And I called her up and um, I was like, hey, I need you to go look at this house. I need you to go call this realtor, go look at this house right now. And she goes, I can't do it right now. I'm like, no, you have to do it right now. She goes, I'm in court. (laughs) oh my gosh um and then we actually bought the place sight unseen wow Um, that's a leap of faith it is and well my parents had come of course and they sent us video Okay, Uh, but we you had never been there to feel it like oh no but it it felt right wow and Mm. it needed a lot of work um and you know the house itself the land was great but the, the house itself just needed it needed some love the bones were good but it needed some love mm, love that Oof. yeah so yeah, you, was, you sounds like you manifested it right it there's no other way I don't even understand how this house was here and you know <laughs> we got it for a steal so oh, oh even better that's amazing
0: I <laughs> love that I love that even you crafted even your house. <laughs> <laughs> Such a crafter. <laughs> Which is just want to take a quick break from the show to tell you about one of our amazing sponsors, BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist all virtually. This already existed before quarantine and it just happens to fit perfectly now. So you can get the help that you need no matter where you are worldwide. And it's not a crisis line. It's an actual licensed therapist, just like in-person therapy, but a lot more affordable. BetterHelp wants you to start living a better life today. And so do we, which is why we are giving you this special offer for 10% off your first month. All you have to do is go to betterhelp.com slash witches. That's Better. B E T T E R H E L P dot com slash basic witches. You're welcome. Now that we got you set up with some online therapy, we want to make sure that what you're putting in your body can help you too, which is why we are so excited that we're partnered with Ned. Ned is full spectrum CBD products, meaning it's the highest quality, purest CBD out there. And they even energetically infuse all their products with binaural beats, positive affirmations, and happy vibes. How cool is that? We got the Natural Cycle Kit, so it's specifically for CBD for when you're on your period, and I use the salve on my, like, lower abdomen, and it's so relaxing, and you heat it up in your hands, and it gets really hot, and it's just like really lovely. So I'm very grateful for Ned at this time. And I love the tinctures that you put under your tongue, the CBD oil. It's infused with dandelion and different essential oils and it's, it's tastes and smells amazing. Plus they remind you on all the packaging to do a little mantra, a little ritual while you do it. And it truly makes me slow down. Mm-hmm. I've been um, <clears throat> working it in after a shower as sort of a little routine, and I do three deep breaths while I have the CBD under my tongue. Mm. And even that is calming already, you know? Plus, CBD itself is super calming. It helps with anxiety, lowers inflammation, helps you sleep better. You already know. Just so you know, though, NED is the highest quality stuff out there. So if you want 15% off your order of Ned plus free shipping, then you need to go to helloned.com slash witches. That's helloned, H-E-L-L-O-N-E-D.com slash witches for 15% off and free shipping. Now back to the show um did you sorry if you like address this and I miss it but did you ever doubt your own magic
1: oh I feel like we all do all the Mm. time Mm -hmm. Mm.
0: um
1: I certainly still do and Mm. the way I get back to it is by going for a walk in the woods Mm. connecting with nature yeah like your daughter Uh, yeah she she helps me more than anything. Um, oh. she, she never really loses her faith in mm-hmm. that one. Yeah. That's so beautiful. Um, but yeah, I mean, do I, don't we all feel like, am I just making this shit up? <laughs> yes. Totally. <laughs>
0: yes.
1: <laughs> and yeah. nonsense and, you know, all of that. Um and there there are ways where it feels really. I don't want to speak for anybody else, but sometimes it feels silly. You know, sometimes if I'm in a bad mood or the world feels especially terrible, Mm. um, it feels like, you know, there's no point to it. Bullshit. I relate
0: to that. uh I'm a Gemini. I have anxiety and depression. So I very easily can like oscillate to the dark. Um, So I so feel that sometimes I feel like, what? Like, I don't know. Am I a witch? What is that? Like, And that's why then when I hear naysayers being like, are they even real witches? It's like, that bothers me because it's my own cynicism speaking through someone else, Mm -hmm. you know? But yeah, what is a real witch? Who, like,
1: (laughs) right? What? what? (laughs) Exactly. And everything that, you know, all the things I said can be that... I am calling magic or manifestation or whatever. there's a perfectly rational explanation for all of it, mm-hmm. but I want to look i think I think magic is about choice, and I mm-hmm. want to look at the world in a certain way and I want to live in a certain way because for all, I know this is my shot, right? This mm-hmm. is the one time I get, and I want to live in a magical way, so I'm yes. gonna yes, yes. <laughs> exactly when you were saying you know all of this could be
0: proven in a logical way I was thinking but the magic is so much more fun <laughs> exactly
1: really Exactly. that's what got me
0: into it at first like I already had the inklings of I think that I'm really highly intuitive or maybe mm. empathic I already had that but then getting cards and getting mm. into this all with Leah and our mm-hmm. friendship like it's just so fun. And I like, I, can't, I can't describe yeah. the feeling of like people talk shit about magic, but then when we pull a card that is like exactly what the person needs, it's yes. like, no matter what you say, if magic is real or not real, if witchcraft is bullshit, it's like that card that we pulled affected that person, which then made them make a different choice right. and empowered them, which is yes. like so cool that simply flipping a card over spoke to someone so much that it empowered them to live a better life. That's mm-hmm. fucking magic. Yes. Right. Yes. That's magic. be anything more than that. We I can like really manipulate in a, in a good way. We can manipulate emotions out of this. Mm-hmm. Yes. hmm yeah.
1: Oh, so powerful. Well, that's powerful. my favorite thing about tarot um, is that it never, if you're doing it right, it never tells you anything you don't already know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm just getting into tarot, like actually trying to like learn
0: it and practice and um, the actual tarot, I don't know. But once I read from the book, I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, that makes sense. It's just like the, the cards never lie.
1: They never lie. And you'll also find that you're, as you do it more, or this has been for me, certain cards will have a different meaning for you Mm-hmm. then and is in the book, because you've started to bring your own meeting to the to that card, and yeah. that might work with that one deck to be honest, like some of it is just about your association with that illustration or totally. whatever totally um, and that that can be really fun because you know like for me. Miley is the fool card, which sounds terrible, but <laughs> <laughs> because she's playful, yeah. incredibly smart, but in this particular illustration and the way that I'm choosing to think about the fool, it's this just someone just starting out and full of mm-hmm. wonder and possibility. And so that's her card. And mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's probably not what that card means for anybody else, but that's what it means for me.
0: Totally. That reminds me of like, you know, we get a lot of questions from listeners on the, like how to do something the right way. They'll go into detail right. and be like, think that they're not. Yeah. It's like, that's witchcraft. You're it's whatever's right to you.
1: Mm-hmm. It's yeah. whatever's feeling good to you. Yeah. That's the whole point. That's why mm-hmm. we get into this. Mm-hmm. I'm tired of rules. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly.
0: <laughs> exactly. Do you, um, do you have like a daily practice, which, which wise, you know?
1: I wish that I was better about it. <laughs> it's hard to do anything every day. It's hard all. to do anything every day. And to be honest, like COVID has thrown everything out the window. I You would think it would make it easier to create rituals. Um, but I'm. I'm just finding it so much harder. I'm, even though my life is not actually all that different, I'm finding it more difficult to, to do all these things. So I don't have a daily ritual. I have practices that I like to return to, mm-hmm. even if I'm not mm-hmm. so good at doing them every day. I try to do yoga every day.
0: Mm-hmm. I
1: try to take a walk in nature and some, you know, be in nature in some way every day. Um, I try to pull a card every day. That's, that's usually the one that falls Mm -hmm. behind. I I Mm -hmm. turn to the cards when I really need them. Same. Uh, A lot of, a lot of times I, I can't take in more information that day. (laughs) (laughs) Like I'm already
0: sifting through the inner stuff. Yeah. (laughs) Do I actually need less? I would like to turn it (laughs) off. Yes, (laughs) exactly. For real. Um, Have you heard of HSP, highly sensitive people?
1: No, I mean, it. I not specifically. So I certainly have heard of highly sensitive people in general, but I don't quite, um, yeah, keep going.
0: <laughs> it's, uh, well, I'm just learning about it, but I definitely identify as one. There's a test you can take online. Um, yeah. I feel like most witches would be oh, a highly Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I'm bringing it up because I figured you probably are. <laughs> yeah. Um, but they're, they've now, a, a doctor, a woman finally put put uh the time into actually research the biology and they have found that people who are more sensitive have more mirror neurons Mm. in their in their actual physical brain um meaning that we to us an experience feels like when we see an experience we feel it because our mirror mirror neurons mimic like what you see so it's like you might be you might relate to um if you're watching a movie and someone's getting hurt and you really feel it like you, yeah. Can, yeah. Um, sensitive, highly sensitive people would be like that. But anyways, just cause we were talking about, you know, taking in less information and a highly yeah. sensitive person yeah. is just, you notice, you notice subtleties, you notice so much all the time that it's overwhelming. It can be overwhelming.
1: It, Yeah. It <laughs> yeah. That was a big, that was actually a big part of us wanting to move out here uh, mm, to be quieter. Mm-hmm. Was imp- it was really hard. Yeah. Uh, even if I'm not necessarily interacting, you're just, I don't, If it, it felt like there was a, I'm moving my hands, like they're beating on my head. It's like, there was this constant press of emotion and energy and, and just, presence of other stimuli people. yeah and it mm-hmm. was too much
0: oh my god mm-hmm. i lived in new york for seven and a half years <laughs> Oof. it's, it's so like laughable month. now because oh yeah i was tired all the Ooh. time i have so much more energy in la being <laughs> <Yeah>. around nature <laughs> oh yeah do you see spirits or have you ever had like any ghostly experiences
1: i have they Aww. normally, I feel bad about it. They normally freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> <Aww>. <laughs> so you just like um, put the squash on it and like, leave me alone. Well, I had one, so I, I had one scary experience. Mm, um, could you tell us? We, yeah, <laughs> we were, <laughs> my husband and I were backpacking. Um, so we, we'd gone hiking and we were camping in the middle of nowhere um, this is one of those things where you didn't hike to like a campground or a campsite. You could just like set up your tent anywhere. And we were like, wow, Here's the most remote place we can find let's camp here. Um, which we love to do. Um, but that night I I woke up in the middle of the night and I was, my husband was sleeping next to me and I was just terrified. Oh. I had no reason for it. I just, I was beside myself with fear and I couldn't move. And I, I turned, finally, I, I, I woke up my husband. And I was like, Dave, Dave, wake up. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry to wake you up. I'm so scared. I don't have any reason. I'm so scared. I don't know what's going on. He's like, take my hand. I'm like, I can't take your hand. That would involve moving. And he, <laughs> he's like, take my hand. And I finally did. And I stretched out and I took his hand and he had an open knife in his hand. What? and I and he said he said I'm feeling it too
0: oh I just got goosebumps oh yeah okay what
1: yeah so he had already he was awake and terrified and had gotten a knife and opened it and he was just ready
0: holy shit yeah
1: so what was it? <laughs> what we never you found think? out. Yeah. We never found out. There, you know, come morning, we were like, are there tracks? Was it somebody? We don't, <sighs> I have no idea. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. That gave yeah. me goosebumps. <laughs> that was the only scary one. So other times I've had, I, that was the only one where I like literally felt like a presence that felt like it had an intention. Mm. And it wasn't good. Um, yeah. But other times I've gone to certain places. So for instance, there's a, a valley um, here on the big island called Waipio Valley. And it is the most magical place I can imagine being. It, um, you have to hike down a road where the grade is so steep. I mean, you can drive, but they tell you to take off your seatbelt and unlock your door because if the car goes over, you're going to want to jump out. Oh, fuck. Okay. It's so Shh. steep. Jeez. and you can see like broken down cars on the side of the cliff. It's, it's, it's serious. Do you have to like hold on to something while you hike down? No, you can, you can do it. I mean, it's, okay. it's a workout. <laughs> You'll be yeah. like, I didn't know I had those muscles. <laughs> wow. <laughs> um, but when you get down there, it's a black sand beach and there's a river that funnels in and there's, you know, it's, it's a, it's beautiful, but it's also a valley like any other, except that it's not. That place has a power to it. And it it was, it was power, Native Hawaiians considered it a holy place. Um, and, you know, when I brought, we carried my daughter down there when she was two or three. And she was just splashing in the river. And it was like a blessing. You know, like she was, mm. that was her, that was her baptism. Mm. And that place, you kind of feel like it, this is going to sound weird. It doesn't really care about you. Like there's nothing warm or holding about it. It just is, and always has been and has this power. And it's not, it's not, you know, benevolent. It's not evil. It just is there. And I just, I love being there. And I think that it's there's a danger to it in a way where it's not going to go out of its way to take care of you so you have you have to be responsible when you're down there Mm, you have to respect it yes Mm. very much so makes
0: sense Mm -hmm. well I'm wondering if you are ready to get your card read oh yes please yes amazing um so we use oracle cards these are Doreen virtues goddess guidance oracle cards Uh, um so what what's on your mind what would you like
1: to ask i would like to ask actually since we've talked so much about my daughter that's that's what's Mm. on my mind i'm worried about her Mm. um she is a very empathetic and intuitive and magical little being, but she's also extremely lonely.
0: Mm.
1: And, you know, she's home with us. Mm-hmm. And, no one else. Um, and I'm, I'm worried about her, particularly since we don't know when this will end mm-hmm. and trying to take care of her. And so whatever advice the cards have, that would be great. Love
0: okay. <laughs> Let's take an inhale and hold it at the top and exhale. I'm seeing her on like a Zoom play date and like ah. having a lot of fun. I was seeing the coastline, the beach, but I was I also seeing her playing in the waves. So yeah, maybe a little field trip, but it's a two-hour drive. you said, so mm. I don't know.
1: That's we doable. could try it though. I think that would be really good for her. And yeah, she should do more Zoom play dates. Mm. Okay. All right. Let's see. Oh. We'll okay
0: oh beautiful era cura blossoming you are just getting started so have patience with yourself and the process and do not give up Mm. it's like a lavender card so um goddess like blooming out of a lily it's like a white flower and her cape is like part of the petals and it's very celestial Mm -hmm. the whole universe is the background um, mm-hmm. right away this, she's
1: yeah. blossoming.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, she's right at that age of mm-hmm. blossoming and yeah. <laughs> in so many ways. Mm-hmm. And then also my instincts tell me that, um, the have patience with yourself is, is for you that, you mm-hmm. know, you're doing enough to help mm-hmm. her. Um, I also feel a little bit like That's speaking to how long we're gonna be in quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. Patience, patience. Mm -hmm. Message from Ericura. In many ways, you are like a flower bud who is ripe and ready to open and grow. Don't try to rush this process as it's part of your beautiful path. Enjoy learning new knowledge and skills. Take your time to gather new ideas. Nurture your body with plenty of fresh air, sunshine, water, and healthful food. Soon enough, you'll get the unmistakable signal that it's time to put your learning into action. Spend time among flowers or work with flower essences and oils to support your growth process. Hmm. Ooh, maybe new flowers in the garden that can be yeah. like just for her, like she can pick out the seeds. Yeah. Or something. Ooh. Oh, that's cute yeah that. <laughs> okay various meanings of this card slow down have patience get involved with gardening use mm. aromatherapy and or flower essences keep the faith mm. about Aracura. ericura is a celtic Celtic. I why never, know I to never? Say that. <laughs> Fuck. Do you know Nikki? Is it Celtic or Celtics? <laughs> I think it's Celtic.
1: I think it's Celtic. <laughs> Celtic. Oh
0: <Okay. laughs> shit. That's why.
1: Okay. Well no, that makes you, me feel better. I, I also hear Celtic too. So okay. I either one is right.
0: Okay. The Eric here is a Boston Celtics fan <laughs> and a Germanic <laughs> goddess who multitasks as an Earth mother deity, a fairy queen, yeah, oh, queen fairy circles and also a bridge between earthly life and the hereafter. Mm-hmm. She helps us put our goals and challenges into perspective so that we don't needlessly stress ourselves. Call upon her for emergency money or help in manifesting supply. She's especially fond of assisting artists and investors. Wow. Mm, love that. I mean, yeah, so much of what we're going through for children and for us, is about slowing down, yeah. having patience oh, and, and keep, compassion for ourselves. And keeping the faith Yeah, that there and is keeping, a light at oh the end. <laughs> and deciding to choose in magic instead of like yes. dark thoughts, you yeah. know?
1: So here's what that really helped me with. Actually, Mm. there was something about it where the way I've been looking at this time is I think they're called I think in New York they're calling it the pause. Mm. And I've been thinking of of it as like this is just a thing, and then life will resume. And what this card helped me understand is that this is gonna be part of her and and all Mm. of our like growth and blossoming, that this is doing something positive for us. Mm -hmm. Like it's not covid and people who are sick but but this pause that Mm -hmm. we are all having it there there is something good that's coming out of it it's not just harm it's almost like a
0: reboot instead of a pause it's like Mm -hmm. we're kind of restarting and getting back to the basics of what matters yeah Yeah. power down and then install updates (laughs) and restart (laughs) remind (laughs) me tomorrow (laughs) Oh, well, that's a beautiful card then. Uh, yeah, I love yes. that it spoke to you in that way. Like your daughter said, growth mindset. <laughs> I know, <laughs> whatever. She already <laughs> <goes>, whatever. A <whatever. laughs> <That> little witch. A <laughs> witch. Thank you, Eric Yes, thank you, Eric um, Now, Nikki, obviously people need to get your book out on June 2nd, The Junior Witch's Handbook. Um, but is there anything else that you would like to plug or where can people find you?
1: People can find me online at com or on Instagram, same, Nikki Vandikar. Um, and I, um, I do have another book coming out, I think in September, that's going to be very helpful for uh, the grown-ups um, called Calming Magic. Oh, awesome. awesome. It's all our stuff, but with the intention of getting some calm and getting some space to mm. allow some creativity <sighs> to flow.
0: Mm, love that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm sure the timing is divine. <laughs> I know. I'm like, anytime you're ready to come out, folks. <laughs> like, I can like read it again. <laughs> yeah. All right. And then we end every episode with a basic blessing. This is something we're grateful for today. Hmm. <sighs> I mean, so many things, but first thing that comes to mind is I'm grateful for Daryl Hammond. um, Because (laughs) I I know he's out of (laughs) left field. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I watched... I was like saving it to watch with my boyfriend and I thought it was just going to be like a funny documentary about the SNL cast member. Turns out it's a documentary about his childhood trauma and it's like extremely dark and triggering and I'm glad that I saved it to watch with my boyfriend because I broke the fuck down Mm -hmm. I had to keep pausing it and I had to like warn him like oh my god I'm gonna cry and then it would lead to conversations about like my childhood trauma and like I'm grateful for Daryl opening up that conversation with him and for my sweet sweet boyfriend for allowing me
1: to cry and and you know holding that space powerful and important Mm -hmm. even though it was brutal at the time I'm sure yes Mm -hmm
0: it's called Ooh. cracked up if anyone wants to watch it oh. it's on netflix and oof, i gave you a warning oh, <laughs> <nice. Yeah. clears throat> oh i g- agreed that there are so many things um I, I picked up this little habit from my partner when he does happy baby pose and yoga. Since it's at mm-hmm. home, not in a class anymore, um, you can talk. And he <laughs> out loud says things he's grateful for while he's in happy baby. Um, oh, and you're so open in happy baby. That's yeah. Crazy. So I, I already listed off a lot of things out loud to myself today. Grateful baby. Yeah, grateful baby. <laughs> um, but I'm going to shout out my plants um, because they are so i've I've already had them as a basic blessing before I think <laughs> I just truly am so grateful that, that I have house plants mm. and that I had that in place before quarantine. They ground me and yeah. they show me patience mm-hmm. and they also show me how it can seem like oh all of a sudden a flower blooms blossoming yeah literally <laughs> <laughs> I swear I didn't even think of that. Um, yeah, grateful for my plants.
1: I think today, well, we're recording this on Mother's Day. Oh, um, my gosh. Happy Mother's, Happy Mother's Day, Day, by the way. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I am grateful for my mom today for um, what well, we were talking about, the challenges of being a, a, a witch and finding yourself as a witch. And my mom... Let me go to school in my crazy outfits <laughs> and um, is helping me, you know, just kind of, she completely lets me be who I am and is proud of me for who I am. And it's just, that's just what it is. And um, yeah, so I'm grateful for my mom. beautiful Beautiful.
0: well happy mother's day to her too then yeah (laughs) um thank you so much nikki this was so fun talking to you thank you both it was so fun Witches, this show is made possible by listeners like you who contribute on our Patreon. If you want to join the Basic Witches Coven, become a patron. And as a thank you for your support, we'll give you all kinds of witchy goodness, like card readings and custom art. We'll see you in the Coven. Hexo, Hexo, Basic, Basic Witches. <laughs> m whoop m m
1: which is basic Witches. which is yep basic yep pimp yep pimp yep yep Meep.
0: Basic Witches. <laughs> <laughs>